0: Welcome back to Season 2 of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential, and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. This is a bit of a unique podcast because I'm actually taking sections of my recording from the masterclass that I just finished. The masterclass was all about what is the best use of your summer. Of course, summers are so important and we all know that, but it's not easy to give advice about what the best use of your summer might be because great advice for one person is really bad advice for another. And so we try to go into the principles and the underlying ideas that you need to think through when you decide what you want to do to make the most of this summer. And of course, remember your summers are critical. They're the great differentiator between all of the different ambitious students around the world who are all competing for those same spots and during the school year are all taking basically the same classes, the same tests, participating in the same clubs and activities and sports and and musical groups and everything else. And each one is trying to differentiate themselves through some kind of wow factor or some kind of spike of some, some sort. But it's the summers that really give you the time and the space to demonstrate initiative to really be you and to be the very best of what you can be. And so I hope you enjoy these podcasts. There are a couple of episodes. You should listen to all of them if it's helpful for you. And let's go ahead and jump right to it. The first thing that uh, I want to share is everyone in my course, the Ivy League Challenge, uh, creates a bucket list. And if you're not familiar with this term, a bucket list is a list of things that you want to do before you kick the bucket, which means before you die. And so, for example, someone might have these four things on their bucket list. I ask my students to give me 50, and it's easy for a teenager to come up with 50 things because they've got their whole life in front of them, right? And we do that as a, a self-awareness exercise. We, help, we use that to kind of pull out some of the things that matter most to them. These it, Once you get past the first 10, 15 things that sound cool, then you start digging deeper and deeper and deeper, and you start pulling out things that are meaningful to you. So if you have a bucket list, I want you to think about your bucket list. If you don't, that's totally fine. Let me just tell you about a bucket list so that you can do this next exercise together with me. When I uh, ask my students to create their bucket list, they need to come up with things that are just totally for fun, like go to a Taylor Swift concert, right? Some things that are meaningful, like get that degree or uh, create this, you know, solve this problem or, or whatever that may be. Uh, something should be really hard. Something should be easy. And there's a whole bunch of variety that we bake into this. And so I just want you to think about uh, what would be really fun or meaningful or hard or easy, but something that you would like to do before you die. And, uh, and imagine that you had a bucket list. Or, Think about your actual bucket list. Think about the actual things that you've told your friends, and uh, and then realize the power of a summer. Okay. If if uh, so, my my son is eight years old right now, and my wife and I just had this crazy conversation where we realized we have seven, eight, maybe nine more summers before he's really left the home. Right. Depending on how fully he leaves when he goes to college at first, we've got just a few summers left before my eight-year-old leaves the home. And so what are we going to do with those summers? What I want you to do is think about what is the funnest thing you can imagine doing this summer. And I want parents to do this. Don't, Don't think about your teens. Think about you. And I want teens to do this also. And uh, let me give you just a few seconds to, to think about what is the most fun you can imagine, the funnest
1: thing you could possibly imagine doing this summer. Okay, And hopefully some of you have an idea now.
0: Now take that funnest thing you can possibly imagine doing
1: what would make that even better than that? Or what would be even better than that? Okay. What would be even better than that, that thing that you just imagined? Okay, you got it? You have something even better? What else could you add to it to make it even more fun? All right, now hopefully you've thought of something. Adults, I want you to think of stuff that you would think is fun.
0: Teens, preteens, I want you to think of things that you would think are fun. Uh, Do this for you, not in place of of your teen or, or whatever else. Go ahead and write down that
1: fun thing. What would make this summer the most fun summer ever? Write it down. What would it be? What would you do? Okay, next question. As you're writing that down, Now, what would be the most
0: meaningful thing you could imagine doing this summer? Might still be the most fun thing as well, but it doesn't have to be. It could be something
1: different. What's the most meaningful thing you can imagine doing this summer? Okay, You have something in mind? Go ahead and think of something. You can pull something off of your bucket list. What's the most meaningful thing you can imagine doing this summer? All right, what would be even better than that? Take that most meaningful thing you can imagine, what would be better than that? All right. Now, what else can you add to that experience to make it even more meaningful? Okay, really go through this. Think in your mind, what would make it even more meaningful for you? Okay. Write that down. Okay, what's that meaningful idea, that
0: meaningful thing that's just even more meaningful than you first imagined and then you added to it? What's that idea? Go ahead and write that down. And as you're writing that down, I want to share with you why this masterclass has been the most time consuming for me of all the masterclasses I've ever given. Okay, which is a lot. (laughs) I've done a lot of these. Um, And this one has taken more time than the rest. I've never created my slides three times before. Never. I have revamped my slides once as I go through the process of preparing a masterclass before. This is the first time that I did it three times. Wrote out the entire masterclass and then came back and said, nope, I need to scrap it, This, this won't work. Why? Why is it so tricky? Did that three times and I've landed on this one, but I'm still not uh, sure. I'm I'm fully appreciating the the nuance and the grandeur and the value of a well-planned summer, of a well-lived summer. It doesn't have to be well-planned, but a well-lived summer. I'm not sure that I've captured it in this masterclass, even though I've truly uh, put time and effort into it. Giving guidance on how to use your summer effectively is pretty tricky. Uh, what's good advice for one person could be really bad advice for another. Um, and I would just say, be careful of anyone who tells you, I know exactly how you should spend your summer and uses that same advice for everyone. Uh, what, is, what is right for you or for your teen could be really a terrible use of the summer for someone else. But there are some principles That I think if we understand really, really well, then those principles can guide us to make the right decisions for us, okay? Depending on your age, depending on your interests, depending on your ambitions, depending on your relationships, depending on so many different factors. If we can keep these keys in mind, I believe that you can be empowered to make absolute most of this summer. Make it fun, make it meaningful, and more than anything else, make sure you accomplish your goals, okay? The first thing to remember is the power of the summer, okay? This is huge. Your summer is not to be underestimated. The power of a summer is probably beyond what you uh, fully appreciate. Um, That may not be the case. Maybe you're one of the few who fully appreciate the summer. But this idea that it is fully self-directed, that it is up to you, uh, that there's enough time for you to do something meaningful and fun and to uh, recover, right? To, to catch up after burnout. The summer is incredible. What I want you to do is fast forward or project yourself forward to your end result. Okay, The thing that you really, really want. And for people who are in this class, let's face it, you're in the uh, Parents of Ambitious Teens group because you care about college admissions. And so let's just think ahead to college admissions and talk about summer in the context of college prep. And this is a Venn diagram that is worth gold. If you're in the Ivy League challenge, you know, I, I know that we'll have some teens here who have been through my course, or are uh, in the, uh, the March cohort, and so they're almost finished with their cohort, you've seen this Venn diagram maybe five, six, seven times in different weeks. Why? This is absolute gold, okay? When your admissions officer reads your application, what are they trying to figure out? They're trying to figure out who you are and why that matters. That's it. They're trying to figure out who you are and why that matters. Because if they can figure out who you are and why that matters, then they can figure out if you fit into the class that they're trying to shape, right? We've talked about before that admissions officers, the great myth that admissions officers are looking for the smartest, the hardest working, the most qualified students could not be a a, a more toxic, dangerous, painful, and, and terrible myth than that because it leads people to make terrible choices. What admissions officers actually looking for? They're actually looking to find details in your application that help them know where you fit in the class to figure out if, if you're part of that ecosystem. So how do they figure that out? Well, they try through everything, through your essays, through your activities, through all the choices that you made in how you present yourself in your application. They're trying to figure out your personality, your values, your strengths, your interests, your character traits.
1: And then they're trying to figure out okay, we think we understand who this person is. Now, why does it matter? What
0: in what way is their community a better place because of their values, their personality, their character, their interest, etc.? And that middle of the Venn diagram right here is what they are trying to figure out. They're trying to identify that, and they're going to write out what's called a soundbite. They're going to write a one-sentence description of you that describes who you are and why that matters, how you impacted your community. And that one-sentence soundbite is the way that they introduce you in committee. If your admissions officer likes you and sees how you fit into the the, uh, freshman class, then they're going to present a one-sentence description of you at committee, followed by, evidence of that one sentence description, and then committee votes. And the the point of this masterclass is not to talk you through that process. Uh, There's a lot more to it. But when push comes to shove, when it all comes down to it, they're trying to figure out what your intersection is of these two pieces, you and your mission. Okay. And that's how they create your soundbite. So summer is the great differentiator. Right When everyone is taking the same classes, taking the same tests, and trying to differentiate based on doing better at the same things, getting a better test score, taking more of the same classes, participating in more of the same clubs, doing better with their math and science Olympiad competitions, or achieving a higher rank in sports or in, in debate or whatever right? That's everyone else's strategy. You can see how that doesn't help very much for the admissions officer who's trying to figure out who you are and how your community is better because of who you are, right? Taking the same classes, even taking more of the same classes, getting a higher test score, taking more of the same clubs, getting higher ranking in the same activities, those things do not help answer this question, even though they take a ton of
1: time. But your summer can help answer this question. Okay, the summer can answer this question very, very nicely. Why?
0: Well, if you don't know your core values, if you don't know why your community is a better place because of your core values, if you spend your day looking around at your peers to try to figure out what to do and how to respond to different scenarios that are happening all around you? If that's how you live your life, then summer can be a great time to explore. Figure out who you are. Figure out what you what matters most to you. What are your values? Why do you care about these things? And be curious. What makes you what makes you interested in in this you know, social uh, norm and not that social norm? What makes you angry about this situation, but not that situation that other people think is equivalent to the situation? If you can follow your, pursue your your curiosity and and follow that to find your interests and really identify who you are and what, what matters most to you, then summer has been a massive success, okay? That can be an incredible differentiator. Just figuring that out, because then if you figure it out, you can communicate it. If you can communicate it, then the admissions officer can understand it, and they can take that to committee, and they can say, "Here's who this person is. We understand who this person is. Unlike these thirty thousand other applicants, who all work so hard, and we're so busy trying to be the best at everything that they couldn't figure out who they are, and we don't know who they are." Okay, and that's what this next thing is: the classes and the schedules during the school year. Man. And there's almost no room for differentiation or exploration. Um, But the second thing is, once you spend that time to figure yourself out, to pursue your interests, to be curious, whatever you choose to do, whatever activity you thought was the most fun thing you could possibly imagine, or was the most meaningful thing, and was even more meaningful than the most meaningful thing, whatever activity that is, if you begin to initiate, if you if you become resourceful and figure out how you can execute on that fun or meaningful thing or both, already you're showing initiative. And we can add to that. We can supercharge that. We'll talk about that today, okay? So this is the first thing. Summer is the great differentiator, and that is the first key, When we get back to this, the first principle or the first key that I think is important for us to understand before we get into the details, all right? Don't underestimate the power of a well-lived summer. Okay. The second key, your first priority is to return to the next school year excited for classes. Almost all of your teens, parents, almost all of your teens are burned out. Even if they are, uh, <laughs> even if it feels like they're, they're not burned out, that they're, they're really bored or they're, they've got lots of, of time for social media or whatever else, and you feel like they're Wasting their time because they're not focused. Even if it feels that way, a lot of them are burned out. They're on on some stage of burnout. And I I did an entire podcast about how to recover from burnout and what each of those stages of burnout are. Most teenagers by the end of the school year are are entering chronic burnout. Okay, they haven't hit uh, they haven't hit breakdown stage, um, and hopefully summer can completely refresh them. But I would say some of your summer should be dedicated to boredom time. I think that's a great use of summer. If you're bored, uh, then that's an opportunity for self-reflection. And you can really pursue better what matters most and why, what your definition of success is, why you want to do the things you say you want to do, you know why you enjoy things or what you enjoy, what do you hope to be doing in 10 years. These things, these kinds of self exploration or self-reflection questions are, are much more realistic when you have time to just sit and be bored. Now, fatigue makes cowards of us all. This is a quote from uh, David C. Poole, and it was actually re-quoted by uh, Wooden, John Wooden, the greatest, you know, basketball coach of all time. who is the UCLA coach that won national championships over and over and over again. John Wooden talked about that with his players. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. And and of course, on a basketball court, that's true. But for a teenager in high school, here's two ideas that I want to, to kind of push back on. A lot of people talk about grit and resilience as the end all be all of success, that if we can just develop resilience, then our teen is going to be more successful. And I agree with that. Resilience is really powerful. But Resilience is not pushing through hardship at all costs. Resilience actually is about how you recharge, not how you endure. And that's just biological, okay? Our biology requires that we return to homeostasis. Grit is not staying out of balance longer than everyone else. Grit and resilience require homeostasis. Biology requires homeostasis. Let's use our summer effectively. Recover from burnout. Our first priority is to return to the school year, the next school year, fully refreshed, excited for classes. All right? If we could all agree on that, then, then again, massive win for a summer. Once we can agree on that, then let's talk about the three keys to productivity. The first one is your vision. So what I'm talking about here, this is the, when we get back to the, the keys to a, a productive summer, the first one is to not underestimate the power of a well-done summer. The second is uh, recover from burnout. You must, uh, above all else, return to the next school year excited for the school year. Okay? You need to have recovered from the burnout, the stress and fatigue so that you're excited about the school year. Once we understand those two ideas, then we can talk about all right, how do we make this summer super productive? And this is kind of my productivity 101. Are these productivity is a function of these three things. First of all, vision, strategy, and then recovery. Uh vision, of course, is this idea that you need to be clear about what productivity means to you. It's clarifying your goals, clarifying your objectives and 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 that's something that uh, you can do together with your parents, you can um, you can really spend the first couple of days of the summer thinking through what productivity means to you what your objectives are for this summer, what would be most fun, what would be most meaningful. Um, Think ahead, like we said earlier in that previous slide 10 years from now, where do you want to be what role could this summer have in getting to that place in 10 years etc. Right. So that vision is where this all begins. And with a clear vision of what success means to you and what you know, what you want to accomplish during the summer, or what what progress you want to make, then we can move towards strategy. And then we always, 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 if you if you don't build in recovery time, then you don't maintain homeostasis, you get out of balance, and you're not going to be nearly as productive as if you build in recovery time. Okay. So productivity 101, productivity is a function of vision, strategy, and recovery. And this is for everyone, right? Adults, think about the, the last task or the task that you've been procrastinating right now, right? This is not just true for teenagers. Think about whatever it is that, man, I, I've, I've been trying to do that for, for so long, still haven't gotten it done. Um, we're already past the deadline for tax season, so that's, that's often a good example, but we're past that for now uh, but think about the thing that you've been wanting to accomplish let's say you needed to write a report for something clarifying exactly what you need to do is that first step and uh and then you build in the correct strategy and and build in recovery and you're going to be fine so the same is true for teenagers if you're unclear about what you want to accomplish let's say in 10 years and and you don't really feel confident that you know what direction you wanna move in, then you're not gonna have a clear strategy to get there. If you're clear about it, but you haven't thought about how to do that, then that's also gonna be a struggle. Or if you're clear about what you want and you have a good strategy, but you don't return to recovery, you don't you burn out along the way, any of those three keys, any of these three will sabotage your productivity, right? So let's use that base understanding to answer the question what's the best use of my summer in 2023 and again this is going to be different for everyone so that's why we're asking these questions and then trying to answer some of the big ones